Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. Do you want to have a quickie? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, show really fast. Quickie Be- show. Yes, that's right. What I meant. Yes, yes, before cool. the holidays. Yeah, Excellent. let's do that. Cue <laughs> music. And welcome to another fine episode of Pandas Talking Games. Uh, I am your host um, with a uh, belly like a bowl full of jelly, (laughs) (laughs) Phil. And I I am your other host who wishes she had pointy ears. (laughs) And adorned in snowflakes. I am adorned in snowflakes, but if you're Santa, I guess that makes me elf, so... You could That's just was, be Mrs. Claus. Like I'll, I was going you know. for. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. How do you identify? You bake, I don't know. She bakes cookies. Like I don't know. Mm. She, I don't know. Sure, I bake cookies. She gets. You do bake cookies. Anyway, you're Senda. Anyway, <laughs> hi, I'm Senda. Yeah. Hey, I? listen. We promised you a show before Christmas break. We sure did. This is the show. But here's the it. deal. <laughs> um, we're doing it really quick. There are a couple yes. things going on during the day. Senda's yes. got to um, go. Also, it's like the holiday time. You know, we've been bustling and all that. So. We're going to do really short um, chit-chat, a quickie chit-chat, um, <laughs> which is just framed around the normal, uh, what's giving us life in general, what's giving us life in gaming um, kind of thing. And um, from there, um, that'll be the whole show. And um, this will be our last one for the next couple of weeks. So just as a quick reminder, um, this episode will drop on December 20th. Uh, we will then be off on uh, December 27th and December uh, and January 3rd, mm-hmm. and we will make our triumphant return in the year 2022 um, on January 10th. Correct. Happy okay. holidays, everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll wish it to you again on the way out, but yep. happy holidays. But, you know. Okay. So, Senda, really quick, um, let's do the um, gaming parts first. Um, is there anything giving you life in gaming right now? Um, you know, I was thinking, this is hard. You flipped it on me and I was prepared okay. for you the other it, if, question. If you want to, if you want to kick it back to me for a moment to think, I'll happily do mine and give, yeah. you, and give you that moment. Take yours first. Cause I was super prepared for what was giving me life I'm, in general and less prepared for gaming. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say for me, um, what's giving me life in gaming right now, um, is actually setting up my first Cortex prime game. Uh, that's just simply right now called Ox. AUX. Um, it is a home uh, grown sci-fi game about uh, geniuses flying around the universe doing good things like stopping disasters and helping people and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of excited about it, but I'm really excited because this is really my first jump into Cortex Prime. Um, I've been excited about getting into this game for a little while in the same ways that like 10 years ago, I was really excited about getting into Fate. Um, and not that I'm done with fate in any way. I mean, I will. There will always be a space in my heart for fate. Um, but I'm also excited about the idea of a new toolbox from which to build um, ideas for games. Uh, so I'm really excited because I really want to get into the system, learn it, and stuff like that. And one of the things that was kind of really um, getting to me was dice. So yeah. I think if you know, the Cortex Prime system uses um, four, six, eight, ten. Um, and 12-sided dice. And you need a couple of them, right? Because you're going to be rolling like a couple of them every time you make your dice pull. 
And me being me, I'm like, well, I can't just like I could just go into my dice collection and harvest. It's not you know, like you don't have dice. No, no, it's not like I don't have a big bag of dice. Large like, collection could, of dice. <laughs> absolutely right. Like it's not like I couldn't just find like you know five d six, five d eight, or whatever. But I'm also me, and might be mm-hmm. OCD, right? <laughs> you think I'm talking to my therapist about this yeah. uh, this coming week? So what I really want is like I want one color of I like I want sixes that are all the same, and I want eight tens. Like I want each of the dice type to be the same dice and the same color. Because I think that'll just look cool. Um, so uh, I found a place online that um, sells individual opaque Chessex dice. I think they sell uh, like transparent as well, but for like fifty-five cents a die. So this will be like a like I don't know twenty-dollar venture. I can get um, all the dice in different colors, opaque um, set, and then I'll go buy a little plastic case that I can keep them all in. It's in boy, order. It's- too bad that there's no container store in Buffalo. Just, just saying. I can order online. <laughs> container store ships. I'm okay. Um, but anyway, um, all about Cortex Prime right now. Um, I do want to get the hardcover book. I'm kind of waiting till after Christmas. I don't think it's on any of my Christmas lists, but um, but it's okay. I, I just have a moratorium about buying myself anything until after Christmas. So I'm going to kind of wait Um I'm going to wait for that to go through and um, then I will have uh, what you call it. And then I'm going to go get a hardcover book for it. Cause I think the game's pretty, I think the game's pretty, um, pretty slick. I think that the cortex, um, the design by Cam Banks is um, really smart. Um, I have my eye on making a couple more um, cortex adaptations for personal use, um, including modifying one of my favorite games of all time, my ultimate heartbreaker game, underground um i think i can totally do as a cortex game totally do as a cortex game um so i'm probably at some point gonna get like get involved in that nonsense as well but in the meantime this aux setting uh is pretty cool and i've been having some fun with it and uh like looking forward to kind of we're gonna sit down this week and actually uh figure out what rules we're using Right. Like we're going to actually have, like, it's cool. Like the kits, the toolkit's big enough and expansive enough that like one of the discussions we have to have is what kinds of attributes will describe our characters. Yeah. What, which, which has a lot to do with what is the focus of of the challenge points in this game. Exactly. Right. So like the, the, the easiest would be like, let's do attributes and skills. Right. Right. Done. That's easy. But does like, but is that going to be the best one? I actually don't think it is. I'm thinking that I might do, um, like, I might want to, like, propose to everybody approaches, like, because this game's about geniuses doing stuff, so engineering, synthesizing, recall, um, like, all intellectual stuff. Yeah. And then maybe three attributes for, um, like, physical, mental, emotional, so that things like... um, if you're physically building something that's physical plus engineering, if you are designing a thing like a dam to stop a super flood, then it's like mental engineering. Yeah, I don't know. That's yet. cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm I'm interested to see what you come up My with. My table's got a bunch of smart people. It's going to be fun to have um, that discussion and be like, what? Like from a designer's point of view, what? Like how do we match the attributes, like you said, to the game play that we want to have? Yep. Yeah, the experience of what where where you want the challenges and the randomization to happen. Yeah, 
Exactly. All right. Yep. That was my gaming thing. Did I buy you enough time? Oh, yeah. You totally did. Perfect. Uh, sorry, okay. I didn't... I So I'll apologize really quick. <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to do the ladies first, right? Because we don't always need dude talking um, first. Well, kind of no. thing. But we were also winging this episode <laughs> and we did not check with each other to see what we were prepared for. So that's why. Well, and I had the beginnings of an idea, just not like how to like frame it and freeze it yet. Perfect. It was so perfectly fine. like I was just like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah, when we do these when we do these things, it's perfectly fine to just kick it back. And yeah, you know. no, make you talk right. first. But it's you're fine. good now. I am good now okay, because excellent. so there is a cool thing and I haven't been able to engage it yet. So um, my crew is hopefully, although it's a little shaky, getting together for one last game on Christmas Eve Eve. Right. Um, we are hoping to we're going to see, but things are starting to get a little bit iffy with like family coming into town and stuff. So it's it's a little bit up in the air, but we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping that we will, because our last game. Um, let's, so let's see. We are playing um, Monster Hearts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started into Monster Hearts um, going into Halloween thinking like, yeah, monsters, this will be great. And then, of course, did the thing where like <laughs> we're still playing Monster Hearts because we've only really gotten like one to two sessions in. Um, and then we hit the holiday, like everything started going off the rails part, um, which happened last year, too. We ended up playing um, our traveling home for like a month and a half, two months, three months. I don't remember, but you know. It was a while. So I'm figuring this is the game that's going to be like that this year, and that's fine. We're having lots of fun with it. Um, but the, the specific thing that is giving me life here, and I have, to, I have to both say this and then say I had nothing to do with this idea, and it was brilliant, and I'm just, like, thrilled to pieces to be involved, right? Um, we had a game session that um, not everybody could make it to. So we don't want to play into the actual story because we're really only like one to two sessions into the actual story at this point. So like somebody missing um, and it wasn't even just one. It was a couple people like missing a session um, that early on when we're trying to solidify relationships and how characters work and stuff is tricky. Right. It's tricky to play through that. So we did what my group does as a fallback that we've talked about before, which is we played a prequel. Um, and this particular prequel that we played um, was how Quincy's character died because none of us knew and he is playing a ghost. He's playing the ghost and she doesn't know how she died and like our characters in theory, some of us know, some of us don't, but um, you know, but she's a ghost, um, which has been really interesting to like play with, you know, contextually and stuff. Um, but so basically Quincy said, um, I can't make it to the next session. Um, and we were like, cool, like, we'll, we'll, you know, figure something out. Right. And then, and then it was like, what if you, if you figure out how I died and I don't know, that would be super cool because I don't remember how I died. And we went, Ooh, <laughs> so the thing that's specifically giving me life is we played this session where, um, we, <laughs> we reframed yes like we do for everything. Um, so we reframed yes to, instead of having like a happy, everybody's in love ending, we reframed yes as a steam structure to get to um, how do we get from point A, which is we're all doing a play at the community college, to um, point B, which is that this person is 
dead. And we know that she drowned in her car and we didn't know anything else about it. Um, so we actually played through that and I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to give up the ghost as it were, just in case you're listening. Hey, I see what you just did. <laughs> um, but what's really, really cool and fun about this and what I'm really excited about is the next time we sit down at the table, um, of the six of us, four of us know how she died because we played through it and we figured it out. And I will say um, there were a couple of pretty key suspects that looked really suspicious and we kind of got a surprise ending. Um, so I think it's going to be really cool when it comes out. So the thing that's really exciting and giving me life about this is that we've intentionally created a situation at the table um, where like we have a shared secret sort of, but it is a secret, but also as players, we did the correct thing, right? Everybody knows we have a secret. Now, part of what we're specifically doing in this case, and of course, with consent and discussion, etc., is that as players, we don't all know the secret, but we do all know that there is a secret that mm -hmm. some of us know. And the interesting thing is that some of our other characters ended up involved in parts and pieces of that situation in weird ways that we can now bring up to try to like make some of this stuff like come out, which is also super cool <laughs> i think what's so, really neat i think what's yeah. really neat about this if i can interject yeah um your group has an amazing knack for doing this which is um and i think it's a thing we could um we could do a whole show on later yeah is that you guys do this really cool thing where um one you're using two systems right because you're always playing one game but you guys yes. always like well you guys will jump into a game of yes for literally anything, anything. <laughs> but i love how um, I love how you are, um, you answer questions about backgrounds using a separate system. Yeah. Right. Because you're using a system that has more narrative control. Yes. Because, because part of the thing about, um, part of the thing about doing flashbacks is you have to stick the landing. Right? Yes. Like and, you're, the, you're, and the thing that thing we'll say to, about, yes. And the reason that yes is our go-to for this is because there is no randomization in yes, you have complete narrative control, right? Exactly. So it's a very powerful tool for doing this kind of thing because it is a game that is written to have a prescribed ending, right? Yes. It is a game specifically created to be, we know the end point, how do we get there? Right? So it's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and, and to go to my point, right? Like, and, and again, I think we could just blow this out to a, a to a future episode. Sure. The sticking the landing is like really important because you have to resume continuity. Yes. When you, like when you when you bring this piece in, it has to um, it has to fit into the rest of the game. Yeah. So by having by like reducing the um, variability like down to like literally nothing, um, you can work through this background story and have it fit right in to the main, uh, what's called to the main story. And thus you guys haven't like, you guys have actually played and added, you know, like played a different game, but put it back into the main game world. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And yeah, I'll it, pause there because we definitely should do we, a whole episode on this. We kind of should. Yeah. I'm and put it, this, I'm gonna put it on a post, put, a, note right put it in a post note or something so we don't forget. Yeah. And, and it works really specifically well for situations exactly like this one. And they tend to be the things we go back and play now that we have kind of figured out this whole thing, um, which is, you know, we know that she died in a car, like in a lake. 
right? We know that and we have no idea how. And so the game is definitely the discovery of how that happened. Um, and one of the things that I will just say that makes this a very powerful tool for us is that because it's something that we tend to do when people are gone, um, and especially like this case, even more so than ever, right? Um, I just really appreciate the amount of trust um, that is at our table that we can do this kind of thing. Like we all made a background decision for Quincy um, and and like that's cool and we're all excited about it right? Like that's a thing that is good and fun for us. Um, and that we do with discussion, consent and trust. Um, so that's a thing that I really, really appreciate about this crew that I'm playing with. Um, that doesn't necessarily transfer to these people that I just sat down with for the first time, you know, like, but, um, it is something that's really neat. And I appreciate a lot. It's really good. Anyway, so that's my um, giving me life in gaming. It is giving me much life. I'm very excited to play. I hope we get to play um, on the 23rd. If not, it'll have to wait till January to figure out um, kind of what happens because I'm excited to start seeing how that folds back into the story um, and how that became becomes also potentially a little bit of a meta game um, because specifically some of us as players have a secret. Um, so anyway. It's going to be cool. It's brilliant. It's good. And Do you, it's going to be a future topic. And it's going to be a future topic. We'll talk more about that kind of, yeah, flashbacky thing. Anyway. Yep. Do you want to tell me what's giving you life outside of gaming? Sure. This won't be a surprise based on timing, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely like, I am full on Christmas spirit at this point. Um, I was a little unsure of how this first Christmas, like in my own place would go. Um, but it's going great, um, in part thanks to your help. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have a Christmas tree. Uh, I have some presents under the Christmas tree. Um, I got a stocking. I got a very cool stocking, actually, that you made. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's got um, Baby Yoda, Christmas Baby Yoda fabric on the top of it. It is chef's kiss. Amazing. <laughs> um, but also, like, I was just talking to my parents who are coming up, and they're going to stay at my place, but we're also going to go um, to my ex's, like, to do Christmas with the kids. And it's, like, very chill. Yeah. Like, it's very fine um, working out all the details for, like, whose houses we're going to, like, whose place we're going to be at for what thing is, like, all, like, very, like, was very easily done. Um and I'm just having the Christmas spirit, right? I've, I've my gifts, uh, all but I think two gifts have arrived at the house. I'm going to probably do some wrapping. I don't know. I might do some today because I might need to wrap some stuff before the kids um, come over. They're coming over tonight. Um, although I only have like two hours. Like, we'll see. I'm a really bad rapper. Um, but I'm definitely like full on Christmas. Um, I'm full on Christmas spirit here. I'm going to... Um, I'm making the kids watch um, Christmas Vacation tonight. I say making because my kids never want to watch anything um, from the past, but I'm like, rubbish, it's Christmas, you're watching this movie. Um, like, that's not a that's not a choice. Um, like, normally we have, like, a little bit of democracy involved in what movie we're going to watch, but nope, we're not. Not we're this gonna be time. Watching. Yep. No, and then later next week we'll watch, um, we'll watch Die Hard because... Um, that's a Christmas tradition with my son mm -hmm. and I um, to watch The Great Die Hard. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling very Christmassy. Like I might, like I said, um, there's always that anxiety, especially this year with shipping and everything. Like, will all my stuff get to 
where it needs to be. And I'm down to literally two items. There's uh, one is a pretty much a sure thing, which is a t-shirt for my daughter that's coming from Amazon. Yeah, just coming uh, like on the 23rd or something, I'm right? I'm fairly confident, but it's coming in like right on the 23rd, which is closer than I'm comfortable with. The other one was a long shot gift for my dad that um, wound up, um, when I ordered it, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, when I ordered it, shipped from China. Yikes. That um, is specifically where the problems are. But I ordered it on like the 3rd. Yeah. And I know it's now in the U.S. Okay, so, so maybe... Yes. So so now I'm feeling much more confident because my big concern was, will it get from China into the U.S., right? Yes. Um, and it's a single package, so I th- I'm pretty sure it went plane, not boat. Yeah. But like it says it's being handed off to U.S. carrier, which means it's now like getting handed off to like either UPS or post office or something. I'm feeling much better because I believe its destination where it arrived was JFK Airport in New oh, York City. So it should be pretty which close. Which puts it in a stone's throw, like ac- just across the state. Um, so I believe in Christmas miracles. My fingers crossed this package will arrive for my dad because um, it is a Christmas uh, sweater. Oh, um, yeah. Well, based on based on the um uh what you call it um christmas vacation so it, which is his favorite christmas movie so i'm really trying to stick the landing on this one well can i tell you my i'll tell you really quickly my shipping hilarity from today and then i will tell you and, my and then you should just roll right into your thing yeah so this morning i woke up and i've been waiting for this dress that i ordered to get here and fortunately i don't need it for anything specifically but like you know i was getting it just a used thing that was a fancy dress and i'm excited for it to come and um and i i looked at the tracking like i got the notification was like this is gonna be late like several days ago and i was like okay weird but i looked into the detailed tracking this morning and it shipped from memphis and it got to Denver, and that's cool. And then it went from Denver, just to be clear, I live in Denver, just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. It shipped to Denver, and then it went to Minnesota, and the last place it was is still in Minnesota, which was three days ago, and it says it's in transit. So I'm assuming it's in transit back to Colorado now, I guess, but I'm like... Why did it go to Minnesota? <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. my shipping story I, for the day. I, I'm sure that some algorithm thought that was a good idea, but like, I think like, it, just, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. I feel like it got put in the wrong pile and ended yes. up in the truck that went to Minnesota, and it Correct. wasn't supposed. And now somebody's to. like, "What's this doing here?" Yeah, puts like it in the puts truck. it back in the truck to Denver, <laughs> yes. and apparently it takes three days to ship from Denver to Minnesota because that's how long it took to get there the first time. So I'm expecting that today it'll show back up in the Denver distribution center, and then I'll get it like in the next couple of days. But I was like, oh, <laughs> anyway. So anyway, the thing that I will say that's giving me life is not complete yet. But um, I did discover over the last couple of days, thanks to TikTok. Um, and oh, no, what's what's his name? The oh, Iggy. Yes. Um, 
Hang on, I'm gonna. I'll try that. You keep talking. Okay, I'll I'm gonna keep talking. You look it up. Um, but there's a fantastic gentleman on Tiki Talkies um, who does um, old vintage recipes, and he's a delight to watch. And sometimes they come out well, and of course, sometimes they're disgusting. And either way, um, getting to watch him first make them and make really brilliant commentary about them, and then secondarily try them and his expressions as he tries them, because sometimes things surprise him and they're really good, and sometimes they are really bad. Um, anyway, the other day on TikTok, he was making homemade peppermint patties. And he was like, I didn't know this was a thing you could make at home. And I went, I didn't know this was a thing you could make at home either. Those are my favorite. I mean, I have a couple favorite candies, but they're they're like up there, right? I am a chocolate and mint kind of gal. Um, and I went, what now? So last night, I looked up how to make peppermint patties. Um, and there are mint patties in my freezer right now as we speak that hopefully one of the things I'm going to do today is dip them in chocolate and then I will have made my own peppermint patties and that is a delight so um that person's name is B Dylan Hollis yes that's Um, him you can you can google Dylan Hollis you will find some of the videos on YouTube um if you are a um if you are on the Tiki Talks um, it is B Dylan Hollis, all one word. Um, and uh, yes, just I, so it, it's amusing. And so if you've never seen it, their videos are amusing on a number of different fronts, right? First of all, um, first of all, they're doing vintage recipes across. Um, they're from across, yeah, pretty much from the 1900s through the yeah. 80s. Yes. And yeah. there are some there are some there are definitely some winners yeah and there are definitely some losers yes like i'm just looking one of the ones that they made recently was the spaghettio jello ring from like the 1967 it looks awful like it looked i mean it actually looks well constructed i imagine it just tastes oh made very well but mm -mm. but in addition um uh they are hysterical like their their TikToks are exceedingly well made, edited well. They're very funny. Um, I'm I'm reasonably sure he him pronouns, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So it's fair. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. <laughs> it was sticking with they. Um, but it, it's delightful. Like I it's like I always love when it pops up my in my favorite TikTok in my feed. channels. <laughs> I always I always watch the whole thing and like so it. good. He's got such a cute kitchen. Um, anyway. And the peppermint patty one, you are 100% correct. Like, I watched and I was like, that's pretty doable. Yeah, it's also like, it's not just, oh, I can make them at home. It's like, this is like five ingredients, four, it's it's not even five. It's literally like, it's like condensed milk, powdered sugar, peppermint extract, and chocolate. And in mine, because when I looked up a recipe online, it was like, and vanilla. I was like, cool, I'll add vanilla too. No one ever said no to vanilla and peppermint. So like mine have five whole ingredients and you just like mix powdered sugar with the condensed milk until it turns into a dough. And then you turn the dough into patties and then you dip the patties in chocolate. Yeah, it looks, I mean, I looked at that recipe. It looks doable enough that even I looked at it and was like, I think I could do this. Yeah. I was like, lazy. I did it in the mixer, so I didn't even have to use my arm. 
I would have had to, yeah, I would have had to <laughs> manually mix it. But anyway, anyway, um, just so that you know, we're rolling up on our 30 minutes. Yep. So um, we should probably wrap this wrap this up like a Christmas oh, present. <laughs> wrap this up. Cool. We're going to do an abbreviated ending. But first, uh, quick shout out one of our shows on the network. Um, actually, what I'm going to do today, because we are going into the holidays. Um, happy holidays, everyone. Allow me to just mention quickly all of the cool shows you could be listening to this year and next year all of the ones that are currently still producing episodes and are not on hiatus you could be listening to they're super geek you can of course be listening to us pandas talking games you already know about us mastering dungeons misdirected mark the gnome cast the lounge bonus experience and bonestone and obsidian um so if you are looking for more shows to tide you over um, while kind of everybody's taking a little bit of a break for the holidays, um, please feel free to check out some of the other shows on our network. Uh, they're all pretty awesome. And, um, you know, have wonderful time. Audio for yeah. your ears. And have a wonderful holiday um, season and a wonderful new year. Yeah. I know we're a little bit late for Hanukkah, I think. Um, this year it was a little early. Yes, I think we've been saying happy holidays along the way. For but just in case, <laughs> just like, in case, if if we're belated, then yes. we're belated. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to do this very quickly. Tell us where we can tell us where people can find us on the internet. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on the Misdirected Mark forums, forums.misdirectedmark.com. You can drop us an email directly, panda at misdirectedmark.com. Or, of course, there's always TikTok. Good luck. Uh, once they find us in one of those locations, what can they do with that information? Throw us out an idea for a show. It can be a question. It could be a topic that you want to hear. It could be whatever. Um, we're really good at coming up with the show part of it. So whatever's on your mind is what we want to talk about. Uh, because as always, um, and as we've strived to do every year, we're here to help you have more better games. Um, and we do that by addressing the things that are concerns to you or questions like, how do I best use this in my game? How do I do this? Um, we want to help you with those things. Um, we're not always an expert in them when we're not. You know, we when we're not, we cop to it. And when we are, we um, we happily dispense some advice. But in either case, um, send us topics. We love doing the shows that are important to you. I'm going to do a very condensed version of this. Um, if you like what we do here, um, please consider supporting our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons get um, access to our Slack room as well as to the Bamboo Lounge and the uh, bonus outtakes. It, the patronage helps all year round. It helps with everything from our hosting costs to um, equipment upgrades and all that stuff, um, which is what helps make the entire network uh, go around. So we greatly appreciate any patronage that you're able to um, you're able to do. Finally, um, if you are already back in the Patreon campaign, thank you very much. If you're unable to, we totally understand. There's a thing you can do, which is just get the word out about our show um, in any way possible. Um, tell your friends, um, post it when somebody asks what to listen, like what gaming podcasts to listen to, even run out and give us an iTunes review or wherever you get your pod podcasters podcast from. love reviews. Give your favorite podcasters, whether it's us or not a, uh, a review for Christmas. Yeah, or, if you do you know. wind up with, a, if you do wind up with a little bit of free time over the Christmas holiday 
and you know you have a favorite podcast and again does not have to be us by any stretch but if you have a favorite podcast throwing them a review especially like on itunes or something they'll um, appreciate it they'll totally appreciate it it's a really nice no cost gift just a little bit of your time which shouldn't say no cost because your time is actually worth something but um good good caveat but yes (laughs) yeah well it's true everybody's time everybody's time is worth money yes anyway um thank you very much um 2021 was a challenging year. We'll talk a little bit about it when we uh, start off 2022. Um, But, you know, um, we're here. We hope you're playing games. We hope we're helping you play games. Um, And if we're not doing that, we hope we're at least entertaining you. Yeah. So thank, thank you for listening throughout the year and happy holidays. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year, everybody. Say Senda. Yeah. What are you doing for New Year's? Ooh, haven't thought about it yet. Show me what you got. 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 This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got. 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 Check, check. And we're here. Cool. Get ready. I'm going to do the opening. We're doing this. This is a short and fast. Short and sweet. It's a quickie. (laughs) We're having a quickie. We're having a quickie before lunch. We're having a quickie with all of you. (laughs) And welcome to another fine game. <laughs> Fail. Try again. Bloop. I guess then we end. You're supposed to ask me a question. Oh, sure. <laughs> Sorry. We'll cut this a little closer. Say, Senda, I'll fix it. 